0: everyone and welcome to the go tech please don't die podcast a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying i'm nathan
1: i'm evan i am matt
0: and say what you will about the result say what you will about just our general feeling after that game but man that was an exciting basketball game in bozier city on saturday
1: words i never thought i'd ever heard here spoken
2: yeah no it it really was um i was there and You know, it was it was a really, really cool atmosphere with fans of both teams, um, you know, really into the game the whole time. It was it was close the whole way back and forth. Um, I think I saw there were seven ties, five lead changes, like pretty exciting stuff. Um, Unfortunately, we weren't able to get it done down the stretch, but we'll get into all that.
0: Yeah, I, I was at a watch party for the dc alumni group and i mean we were talking about how this it should be in every other year kind of thing we play here in yeah. baton rouge they come up and play a game in bozier that feels like a pretty good home and home kind of thing to do with them that sounds and their fans in north louisiana can come to it too it sounds like a win-win so it probably won't happen
1: yeah correct
2: no i mean i i think you know i saw some quotes from their their coach from an, a radio interview this morning and you know, he was talking about how like they were they felt lucky to get out with the win. Like they stuck to their game plan and it ended up working out. But like tech's a, a good team. And I think you could sense in the crowd that especially the way that we started the game, like the LSU fans in, in Bossier Shreveport were not expecting that. They were not expecting to be watching LSU be down, what, like 11 to nothing or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, You know, I was sitting next to tech people next to LSU people like the crowd wasn't I'd probably say it was like 60 40 LSU to to tech fans I don't know if y'all got a better sense of that on TV than I did but you know the LSU fans were loud the tech fans were loud like it it was it was just a cool environment like we don't really get that at home in the tech because everybody at the tech is is our fans which is good obviously but like doing that kind of game in Bossier City you know It really feels like we should do that every year, whether or not LSU will play it or not. But we could we could invite, you know, Texas A&M or somebody else that might travel. Right. Somebody, you know, TCU, somebody like that to come over and play us in Bossier and just and just do it over there to engage that fan base. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up right now. But it was a lot of fun.
0: And doing it on the same day as the Independence Bowl was ingenious. I think that should be a thing. Independence Bowl historically has been on a Saturday. And so do an afternoon independence bowl and then schedule even some sort of classic, even if tech's only in it every other year or something like that, have some sort of game where you can go to the football game, then go to the basketball game and have a just Shreveport's not a sports town, but they can be a sports town for one day.
2: Yeah. And I mean, there were articles written about it, you know, today about how like the, the sports world's eyes were turned because both of these games were nationally televised. Right. So like the, the bowl game was on ESPN and the, basketball game was on i think cbs sports is that right yeah it was just a cool it was a cool atmosphere and i would love to see us try to explore that some more but i don't know like you guys want to just jump in and and start talking about this game
0: yeah sure uh let's go ahead and do that 90 second recap of it the beginning of this game could not have gone better tech opens up on an 11 to 0 run punctuated by a junior loft an offensive rebound and put back shot LSU finally gets on the board by way of a three-pointer after over four minutes have gone by off the clock. But for the rest of the half, it feels like neither team can buy a bucket. For example, at 38 seconds left, LSU's Darius Days misses a free throw, gets his own rebound, passes it to Eric Gaines, who misses a jumper. Days gets another rebound and misses a layup. Now it's Terry Eason's turn to rebound and miss a layup. And then finally, Darius Days gets another offensive rebound for LSU and finally makes the bucket. And that infuriating series of events makes it 35-27 Tech at the halftime break. LSU starts the second half just about as well as Tech did in the first half, putting together a 14-3 run to tie the game at 41 with 15 minutes remaining. Tech would build their lead back out to 5, but with 11 minutes left, LSU ties it again at 48. But then after a junior Lofton layup, LSU ties it yet again at 50 with 10 minutes remaining but then Lofton picks up his fourth foul and heads to the bench. The game is then tied at both 55 and 57 points, but from two and a half minutes left until the end of the game, it was all LSU. Tech commits two turnovers, misses four three-pointers, and makes zero baskets in this final stretch, and that means LSU ends the game on a 14-2 run to beat the Bulldogs 66-57. Yeah, so Tech walks away... Having lost by nine points, but really, it never, I mean, that doesn't really say how this game really went. It was back and forth the entire way, but just LSU pulled away real late is the biggest thing. A 14-2-2 run to end the game.
2: Yeah, it, man, you know, I'm sitting there at the game, like with four or five minutes left in the on the clock saying like, man, when was the last time we scored? Because Amory Archibald hits, what, five free throws in a row. Uh, to score to get us from 50 to 55 but like Kenneth Lofton I think the last points we scored were at like 10 minutes on the clock and you know he had four fouls so he had to go out and that sucked man because I mean this is my first time getting to see junior in person it and I'd say it was his worst game of this season so far and not to say that he was bad but just like the situations he was put in you know he didn't have the chance to like go off like he did at NC State or or um, Santa Clara, right?
1: Oh,
0: that's a typical
1: situation.
2: Certainly. Yeah, I mean, certainly was.
0: he made a layup with, with what 10, 10 left mm-hmm. and then tech didn't make another shot. Was it for the rest of the game? Was it outside the free throw? There was one,
2: there was one more, um, field goal. Uh, I believe it like the three fifty mark or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just, we almost lost to Jackson state because we did that. Right. So you can't expect to beat a ranked, you know, top 15 and Ken Palm team doing that. And LSU's defense was great. Um, they have, like we talked about last week, they have like the number three overall defense in, in Ken Palm and, you know, credit them for doing what they do well. But also <laughs> we shot like one for 15 from the field in the last 10 minutes. So like that's not that's not going to get it done. I'm just making up a stat there, but we made one field goal in the last <laughs> 10 minutes of the game. So you're I mean, just not going to win games doing
0: that. So in addition to just the end of the game, the entire game through three point shooting was such a big issue these were open looks that that keiston mm. willis or whoever we're getting and we can talk about willis in a second as well uh, tech is already a below average uh three-point shooting team just kind of on the season they're shooting at about 31 and a half percent which is 245th in the nation so a little under middle of the pack in terms of division one college basketball Ooh. but in this game they were seven for 29 that's 24 percent. a 29. few more of those shots go in open looks too yeah and Tech may win this game.
2: Yeah, that that was, I know, a, a big source of frustration for for you guys watching from home was just that we were taking those three point shots so much. Um, I don't know. In the stadium, to me, it looked like we tried going to Lofton early in the game and they were clogging up passing lanes to get it inside. So we would have to move Lofton like outside, you know, almost to the three point line to get him the ball. And then they'd immediately double him you know? So we, so we did what you, what you're supposed to do in those situations and pass the ball around, find the open man, take the open look, right? Unfortunately, like you said, Nathan, we shot 24% from three. So I would say of those 29 shots, at least 20 of them had to be relatively uncontested. And you just, you have, if you're going to win a game like this, you have to knock down closer to 40% or 35% at, at minimum to have a chance, you know?
0: It just reminds me of the Alabama game to start the season in terms of this. Uh, Against the Crimson Tide, Tech shot 26 three-pointers and made six of them for 23%, so just 1% lower. And and Tech has done this, but 29 is the most we've shot outside of that LSU Shreveport game in a game so far this season. I think that's why I was being annoyed at the beginning of the game. It was just, we need to find a way to not settle for these three-pointers. But at the same time, when all you have is an open-look three-pointer, you take the open-look three-pointer And it just Mm -hmm. it turns out to be unlucky that the ball doesn't go through the hoop. And so I'm kind of surprised it took until that final minute for LSU to take over this game because it felt like Tech's lead was built on lies, was built on (laughs) LSU messing up a team that's a top 10 team turning the ball over and missing shots and things like that. It just it felt like we were incredibly lucky. And then to go and also not be smart. Felt like it was a recipe for disaster. And I mean, that's kind of what happened. Tech lost the game, but it's not the way that I thought we were going to lose this game going into halftime.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it really just got away from us there at, at the end because, I mean, you really have to credit LSU's defense. They were by far the best unit on the floor, right? And like they were full court pressing the entire game. And over the course of the game, that really adds up. And that was one of the things that Will Wade, their coach, talked about this morning was that they knew that they could force Kobe Williams and Amore Archibald to, to play tired at the end of the game if they just st- stayed on them the whole time. And so luckily, I mean, I don't think any teams that we play the rest of this year outside of like maybe <laughs> a Texas who's really good defensively should not be able to do stuff like that. But I mean, you could tell at the end, I mean, we had turnovers there at the end of the game where it's like, well, we have, you know, we just have to hit a, a shot right now. You know, we're down 57, 62, and then what happens but they try to force the ball into Lofton and he you know he has it stolen right it was a weak pass by uh by Christian i think and it's just like man that was that was brutal like we we needed to score there to have a shot and that was really when you knew knew it was over around like 115 left
0: yeah i mean turnovers really kind of determined a lot of the what how this game went in the first half tech actually had is it four straight turnovers I think recovered from LSU pretty early on the first five yeah. minutes uh, by halftime, that turnover differential hit negative one. So tech had one more turnover taken away from LSU than LSU had from tech. But then the second half was kind of the opposite story. It went back and forth for a little bit, but it ended up the game ended up with uh, LSU having two more turnovers than tech. Basically LSU was better at taking away the ball from the Bulldogs in the second half and that just led to the Bulldogs demise you you can only do that for so long yeah against this LSU defense you can only hold on to the ball for so long
2: yeah and I mean ugh, god this step right here LSU in the second half shot 52% from the field tech shot 26% from the field so I mean just to even have it be like a two-point game with two minutes left when you're shooting when you went that cold like that's that's pretty crazy and and it's a nine-point finish but I don't know it. It was a close game the whole time and my God, I'm looking at these stats for LSU's players. Fuck. This Eric Gaines guy who Josh pointed out to me after the game when we were at seventh tap, shout out seventh tap. Um, but this guy had four steals in this game. That's incredible. Josh would say that, you know, he was a menace, I think is how he described him, just like jumping our passing lanes, making sure we couldn't get the ball in effectively to Lofton and, and really you know, Lofton has 13 points in this game, led led the team with triple a, but he was really kind of ineffective, right? Just a regular player in this game, not a superstar like we like we've come to expect.
0: Yeah, I again, just the LSU defense just in general.
2: Also, they have a guy with 18 rebounds. Oh. <laughs> Darius Days had 18 rebounds and 13 points. He also flopped twice and got called for a technical, so that was fun. Yeah. Also, of note like you know, normally you kind of expect the, the refs in these games to be like, to lean towards the more established brand, right? Like you think, oh, it's going to be, they're going to lean LSU, right? But we didn't have a, we didn't have a single personal foul called on us until like five minutes left in the first half. And LSU fans were real mad about it. They were, they were booing. They were like, they gave a mock cheer when they finally called one on us. It was, it was, uh, It was pretty funny, but we played, I mean, incredibly efficient and clean in those first like 10 minutes of the game. Um, Unfortunately, we just, you know, stopped doing that, (laughs) but they also stopped making so many mistakes, which I think uh, those mistakes helped us a lot more than they necessarily hurt them. But yeah, so when they stopped making them, we, you know, we weren't able to, to just score any easy buckets. And that's, that was the difference, I think at the end.
0: I mean, one more note about this game. And we've talked a lot about this LSU defense and how great they were. We talked about it last week when we were previewing the Tigers as well. But the Bulldog defense actually stood pretty tall this game, uh, allowing the fewest points scored by LSU so far this season.
2: Yeah, uh, LSU, LSU only I mean,
0: has 66.
2: For their defensive prowess, like their offense is still also really good. They're the 10th ranked team in Kenpom right now. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, it sucks that we lost this game, right? And, you know, now there's... Not that there was any hope before for an at-large berth, but now there's really no hope.
0: We have to but, hope that both UAB and us run the table through conference play minus each other, and maybe one of the other ones. Maybe if we win the conference, they get in, or something like that. But that's yeah, the only scenario where CUSA gets two teams in this year.
2: Yeah, for sure. And and we'll talk a little bit next episode about about like where CUSA is at right now, and you know maybe go through some of the Ken Palm stuff for the conference, but. Um, UAB is looking pretty good so far, but yeah, it's, it would have been tough for us to get in even with beating LSU as an at-large berth, but this was a fun basketball game. And, you know, that's more than I could have like asked for, right? I I was basically just like, please don't let us get blown out, please. (laughs) I don't want to lose like 90 to 55, you know, when I'm there in person and, you know, made the drive over to Shreveport. So
1: Bossier City.
2: Oh, sorry. Well.
0: Had to get uh, through Shreveport, though. Excuse me, yeah.
2: Um, this time, I, I was not very sad on a bridge in Shreveport, so it it was better than when I was driving home from the regional, I guess.
1: I w- well, I wish the game went differently, too. Uh, I didn't get to watch very much of this. I kept up on my phone. was pleasantly surprised that uh, Tech was able to have a lead so far in the game and lead for most of the game. Disappointed in the result, not surprised. I was more disappointed in the hardwood design at brookshire's grocery arena but we don't need to go into that i'm just voicing my disapproval and the pandering uh yeah i see that uh but i mean it's anyway uh i see that lofton was that effective i'm sure their game plan lsu's game plan was to shut him down yeah still uh, still had his way a little bit but
2: yeah he still made some great plays like don't get me wrong he he was there right and he led the team in points but you know i was i was hoping that I would get to see one of these like instant classic 29 for
1: like 50 points somehow. yeah
2: it's, Like, <laughs> like 33 points, 17 rebounds, you know, like single handedly willingness us to victory. But really the problem was he got called for his fourth foul. He got called for his fourth foul with 949 left in the game. So like you had no choice but to sit him out really until they bring him back in with 348. And then he immediately, two possessions later, he makes the first field goal since the last field goal he made at 10-10. So
0: I mean, and that just really shows how much of this offense goes through him and how much yeah. how important he is to the team. It's not just he's a great player, but especially with uh Isaiah Crawford out for the Man. rest of the year, it it the whole team runs through him. And so like you can afford to have players have bad nights like Keiston Willis, but that's if Lofton's week. also left on the side of the court because of foul trouble, then you really need the rest of the team to step up in yeah. a way that they only have occasionally this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely. And God, this whole season, I'm just going to be like, man, if Crawford was playing, like, what could this team be? Because we're we're really good, y'all. Like, we're really yeah, good. I but, so. man, we've got, we've got a, a freshman who is supposed to be really good who's out for the year. We've got Isaiah Crawford, a you know, first team all conference selection for preseason this year, former, I think former sixth man of the year in conference USA, like to have him out is just brutal. Ultimately, I think we had a chance to win this game. If, if, uh, Lofton wasn't in foul trouble and we could keep running the offense and finding open looks, you know, and then <laughs> praying that some of those looks would fall because with Lofton out, we, we weren't even generating open
1: looks really anymore. So
2: I don't know. I, I would say, what do you guys think? Did tech go and not die in this game or, or what's the tech what's went, the...
1: but didn't die. I mean, they lost, but yeah, I mean, Molly... dying would be
0: losing. Like we lost the Alabama game.
1: Didn't get yeah. Molly whopped or anything like that. I'm curious to see if, uh, how LSU fares against Alabama when they play. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That that'll be, that's what a weird time in sec basketball. Like, yeah, when...
1: I know we're talking about <laughs> basketball. LSU. <in> yeah. Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Right. Being but... a vaunted matchup.
2: But yeah, I would agree that tech tech went and did not die. I mean, they didn't win the game, which is what you want, obviously, as a fan, but I, I just can't say it enough. This was a fun atmosphere and we showed up and, and played, right? We didn't like crumple in the in the spotlight or whatever. It it was really just a good a good time for basketball fans and you know I hope that this kind of thing could happen pretty regularly.
1: Yep, good time for all the Walmart Tigers there in Bozier City. Oh,
2: man, the band the band was getting into it with some people when they were walking out. Um, yeah, they were. I don't know if somebody said something to him. I'd love to hear the story on that. But some some band people were just uh, like screaming, you know, Walmart fan and stuff at at LSU fans as they walked out.
1: <laughs> Such a fabulous thing to say. Yeah, no. But I mean, um, they probably
0: paid us for admission, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, we got their money. Also, Walmart shout got out- their money. Tech got their money. It all makes sense. Shout
2: out to the Hoop Troop, man. Like they they really showed up for this too and kind of showed i don't know if they got talked about on the broadcast at all but um the the old uh he ain't got no suitcase but he's traveling chant got some chuckles out of the lsu fans around me um and i i think you know they played neck probably like four times which i thought was pretty <laughs> funny because lsu fans are salty that we play neck but anyway we should probably talk about some other stuff here
0: so for two out of three of the computer polls tech is ranked higher and they All were right. going into the loss at LSU. Massey last week had Tech at 103rd. Somehow we fell to 111th. Massey really not, does not like the Bulldogs this year. Uh, Ken Palm has us up from 86th to 83rd, an increase of 3. And then the net rankings, the ones that probably actually matter because they determine who gets in the NCAA tournament and stuff like that. Well, they don't really determine it, but they influence yeah. the decision of the committee. That's that the, determines. That's
2: what the committee uses to... Look at who they should invite for at-large
1: bids,
0: or whoever CBS tells them to. There you go. Yeah, basically true. But, but yeah, this was the biggest improvement out of all of them, uh, from ninety-fourth last week to eighty-sixth. So
1: nice. When you th- when you think about how many college basketball programs there are, that's impressive. Yeah, it's not it's not like holy shit, but it definitely it definitely this is just a, I feel like this is just a a stepping stone towards uh, picking up much much higher by the end of the season.
0: And if it's going to be a se- stepping stone, the first step will be this week's game oh, against what I thought last week was pronounced Crowley Ridge. I found out it's actually pronounced Crowley Ridge. I was
2: just
1: about to say, is it Crowley Ridge? It's,
2: but it's, it's Crowley. Crowley's Ridge, right? It's like the ridge belonging to Crowley. Uh, like possessive? It's a possessive.
0: Oh no, it is. You're right. Yeah. But, oh God.
2: Uh, yeah, Crowley's Ridge. Yeah. Who is Crowley? <laughs> I don't know where is where is this? We
0: found out previously Crowley's Ridge is just the name of the ridge in Arkansas.
1: Oh, yeah, because there's a state park. Is there a team song Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne?
0: That was not included in the media guide, so I'm not sure.
1: Would be a fabulous walking song. Crowley's Ridge
2: is a geological formation that rises 250 to 550 feet above the alluvial
1: plain of the Mississippi embayment. I'm harder than Portland Cement thinking about that.
0: Crowley's Ridge is named after Benjamin Crowley, the first American settler of the ridge. Huh. He has his own Wikipedia page. Oh fuck. <laughs> he was born in Halifax County, Virginia. Yeah. In 1787, he was living in Oglethorpe County, Georgia.
2: We're diving deep on Crowley's Ridge,
0: baby. Let's yeah. go. Uh his spouse was Catherine Annie Wiley, and then he named one of his kids Wiley. <laughs> huh? There you go. He gave one of his kids his wife's last name. <laughs> uh, what an asshole. <laughs> anyway, we're not playing the zombified remains of Benjamin Crowley or
1: Crowley. Me, a, can't preserve like Vladimir Lenin.
0: I mean, we may face just as much resistance against this NIAI. N-A-I-A.
1: No, N-A-I-A. Other way,
0: N-A-I-A team. Did you,
1: A-A-A-I-A-N? What'd you say? A-A-R-P. Oh, okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, anyway, this is not supposed to be a very difficult team to face. This is why we're focusing so much on the Wikipedia articles about the general area in which they're from. And that's because this should be a, a pretty easy game Wednesday, December 22nd. If you want to see a tech game and just want to make sure you go to one that they win, you should come to this game. It's 4 PM central at the tack
1: again really with kind of we, an
0: early game, but
1: really think we should settle with the easy talk because, uh, the,
2: Matt, the, I, they're, they've won one game. Yeah, yeah.
0: they are one in 12 and, N A I A. They have
2: 197 students. What is so, this
1: place? We did. We've been through this last time. Their their websites like a uh, WordPress and uh Ew.
2: yeah, it is. But they they've actually like published the website now. I think last time it said yeah. come back later. <laughs> Maybe they listened to the
0: podcast and found out. But the athletic site like, <laughs> crashed when I was trying to look up stats and stuff earlier today. So well, who knows? I found, I was able to get the PDF of their media guide because that's not hosted on their own domain. Wow. So Crowley's rage. Who wait. We can't or talk about much because they're a non-D1 opponent, so finding advanced stats and stuff like that's a little bit difficult. But we do know they're 1 in 12. Uh, they played the school Pensacola Christian twice, and they won their second meeting. So I was able to find their media guide, which was a little helpful for some of this. But really, what I appreciated the most was that they had a blank page on page 2 for autographs, which was less oh, useful yeah, in baby. a PDF format, but it's still pretty nice.
1: <laughs> you can digitally sign that's amazing yeah. wow good for them and they put up 95
2: points in that pensacola christian win
1: oh god we're fucked well the yeah
2: i man these games are kind of high scoring but i oh I God,
1: know.
0: yeah i'll tell you who's behind a lot of that scoring in a second usually here's where we talk about who they last time they played the bulldogs and things like that but this is the first time we're ever playing and i had to look this up the pioneers
1: huh it's Not the worst when name i guess school, for, like, when was the school invented that's like what? Okay, what kind of terminology is that? Look, when was the school <laughs> invented?
2: Like I mean, in a lab. It's called Crowley's Ridge. They have it 197 like really, students. 1964. Like a, what? Like, no, uh, that is not
0: true. I'm on the same Wikipedia page you were on earlier. That school is one year older than my father. And my father. Yeah, I mean, if they upset, Shut it if down. they're able to pull an upset over the Bulldogs or make this a close game or anything. I really think the guy that will make that happen is their forward Braxton Cousins.
2: Braxton Cousins?
0: Braxton middle, Cousins.
1: Middle name. He's fucking.
0: averaging 22 points a game. Wow. Uh, but also Braxton Cousins is a true freshman straight out of high school and is for responsible him. for 30% of this guy, of this team's points per game.
2: Good for him. This guy's bio on Crowley's Ridge Pioneers Athletics.com or whatever says that he was born in 2009 that is that can't be true right that's oh
1: he's 12 years old that's incredible yeah, yeah he's, t- he's 12 years old <laughs> <laughs> holy yeah. shit he's
0: also a white a white guy with a fro oh, um man, i
1: can identify with that
2: his his favorite food is chicken wings um
0: does it say his favorite movie is bench warmers because that would explain the i am 12
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's got to go out on twitter that has got to go out on twitter uh, no one would get it but us but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: his
2: favorite movie is stepbrothers um, oh
0: dang I, I knew I, they wow. listened to their favorite movie I was kind of hoping for a shot in the dark
1: they cut the year before he was born
0: <laughs> I don't think he's old <laughs> enough to see it isn't it PG-13 yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly what the hell
2: <laughs> uh, his favorite bible verse by the way in case you were wondering is John 13
1: 7
0: oh, every single nice. player has a favorite bible verse
1: that's really is it a Christian affiliated school yes Okay. What's a, what denomination?
0: That verse
2: is just you do not realize now what I'm doing, but you will. But later you will understand, which I feel like is really like because a strange we,
0: verse to have. Your me view. every time I try to play <laughs> basketball, <laughs> right, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, They're religiously <laughs> affiliated with the Church
1: of Christ. Every time I put mayonnaise in coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> for your lives. I put mayonnaise on the empanadas yesterday and almost got assassinated Been a political killing. You're right. <laughs> Julia's <laughs> family would have been justified too. That's the sad part. Everybody in the, everybody in the house was disgusted and wanted me to
0: leave. My favorite thing about their player bios is that they ask an interesting fact about me and like, like tell me an about interesting you? fact or whatever. And like, some of them are, are more fun than others. Like one guy uh micah duncan he wants to manage an nba team this is interesting fact sure um my favorite though is that key robertson or k robertson uh his interesting fact about me is i have a twin brother on the team so i went to go find his twin brother because i thought it'd be kind of funny if they like the other guy's interesting fact was also that he had a twin brother but his twin brother bo robertson or robertson or whatever his interesting fact about me is we're going for the 1000 point mark this year
1: uh, 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 you should have um, just, just said, fuck my brother.
0: <laughs> um, but the player I almost picked as my player to watch before I realized uh, how little he scored uh, so far this year. But his interesting fact about me is my mom says I'm awesome. And that kind of swagger will apparently not get you very many minutes on the basketball court.
1: <laughs> that's, that's really unfortunate. I just can't get over this Bible verse. I think that is just... I can get over the labor laws they're breaking by having a twelve-year-old play <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's 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 not though, so it's not labor laws. It's just I want to uh, see Junior
0: Lofton dunk on an actual twelve-year-old.
1: <laughs> well, you get in prison for murder. <laughs> this man, and you know what? What's funny? Actually, it's not funny. He would probably do it. He blocked less guys and he fucking <laughs> packed less guys. <laughs> he fucking packed less guys and said, get that out of here. Skipping uh, ahead to it. the
0: tweet of the week, I think. But yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, he would was definitely so duck funny. on a 12
1: year old and then fucking razz him afterwards and then <laughs> fucking like spike the ball on his head afterwards.
0: <laughs> well, spiking the oh, ball man. on their head is exactly what the computer polls think tech will do to Crowley's Ridge this week. Ken Palm gives Tech a 100% chance to win, something My I've never God. seen from Ken Palm before. <laughs> Massey, also a, a place that very rarely gives out 100% chances, also gives the Bulldogs a 100% chance to win with a final score predicted of 109-51. <laughs> to 51.
1: Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. point win.
2: But I wonder if Junior will even play in this game because he sat yeah. against Shreport, it. LSU Shreveport last I week. I kind of hope he doesn't.
1: He might yeah, be. I mean, I, I'd put him on the bench. Yeah, he probably won't stay fresh. Yeah, it see, is. See yeah, it is like a week be between, getting. you exactly. know,
2: now. Like there's more than a week between now and when we play Marshall to open the Just conference. Leave him on we'll the bench.
1: Up. Leave him on the bench. Get the younger guys. No, he all scores young. all 109 points. And then the team. Against this up team of 12 year olds. Yeah, then the team tries to put him up on their shoulders, and everyone gets a be- broken back. And just the, the
2: only injury coming from this game is is when the team tries to put junior on their shoulders. Well,
0: luckily, if it's it. if he lands uh, on the yeah. other team, then uh, they can still use their parents' insurance until they turn twenty six.
1: That's true. That's true. Because uh, he's twelve,
0: them, I get it. One uh, of them won't
1: live to see their thirteenth birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what year would he actually have been born in probably 2003 90? if he's a freshman 2000
1: yeah 2003 2002 hey.
2: 2003 somewhere this is yeah.
0: braxton cousins right
2: yeah
1: middle name fucking
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's only allowed one of those before he has to get that pg-13
1: R rating. Oh, yeah yeah <laughs> wildly inappropriate podcast. yes
0: eh,
2: they all are indeed I don't think anyone has ever talked about Crowley's Ridge for this long. Like <laughs> just in general, not on a podcast, but
1: the guy just... who founded it is probably he probably talked about it. This guy's six foot six. I mean not small. Yeah.
0: He has facial hair, which really makes me doubt the whole twelve year old thing. Hey, Where... Some people are early
1: bloomers. Yeah. The guy in bench warmers had it. He's twelve.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, usually we do our predictions here. I feel like that's a waste of time and time that we better spent previewing and talking about crowley's ridge just in general uh so yeah tech is winning this game and if they don't then we should recruit younger players would be my takeaway
1: (laughs) if we uh, if tech loses this game we should just go ahead and shut it all down for the
0: season that's fair enough
1: i've got i've got tech winning though
0: (laughs) yeah actually that may be fair how many points do you think tech will win by
1: 80 i'll say 51
0: i'll say two hell Yeah. yeah Nathan no how many points <laughs>
1: does your boy Braxton score
0: 88 um
1: <laughs> Jesus yeah. Lofton scores 90 <laughs> it's just one on one between these two guys a 12 year old and and <laughs> go one on one doctor guys comes out of the stands and packs Lofton <laughs> <laughs> tech loses
0: the game <laughs> speaking of tech losing games how do the texters do this week
1: yeah please
2: Oh man. Okay. So, uh, yeah, moving real quickly through this, um, Texters played one game this week to the university of Louisiana at Lafayette. Um, tech actually led 30 to 29 at halftime, but then went completely cold from the field in the second half, which sounds familiar, but they shot 27% from the field in the second half. Meanwhile, ULL shot 74% in the second half. So, uh, when, when you, yeah, when you do that, you're, you're going to lose and they did 69 to 57 um and with that they fell to 166th in massey um i believe we were around like 150 last week maybe maybe upper 140s and we will play mcneese state who are 327th in massey i think it's on wednesday night i didn't write that down yes wednesday night at mcneese state McNeese is currently ranked 327th and it gives Tech an 83% chance to win 73 to 61. So hopefully the just can get back on track. And, uh, you know, so, so far they've been pretty decent this season and, you know, really hope that they can, uh, they can pick up that last win before conference play starts on the 30th.
0: Yeah. And so that brings us to our last thing of the show. And that's this week's tweet of the week. This week's Tweet of the Week goes to the men's basketball player, Junior Lofton, or at Ed's Junior 34 who tweeted earlier this week, when it comes to basketball, I take nobody lightly, not even the president, and then at LK Guys at La Tech Hoops. And it is him blocking the shot of university president Les Geis.
1: Oh, man. When I first saw the tweet go up, I was actually under the impression he was going to block Joe Biden. Um <laughs> <laughs> which seeing junior Lofton block a near 80 year old man my favorite part of the whole thing is guys's indignation that that he, is he was not part.
2: expecting to be blocked yeah. by junior. <laughs> the face that he makes is just like what t- what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Like, you
1: seeing this shit like that that's exactly what he was thinking <laughs> i'm watching it right now got- and you guys are not going to get this reference, but I made it in my head and I, I make myself laugh better than anyone most arrogant thing I've said today. And uh, there's a scene in the, uh, you guys have never seen the Sopranos. Have you? I have not highly recommend. Uh, there's a scene where uh, Tony beats the bartender at the strip club. He owns over the head with a, <laughs> with a phone and he says, i pay your fucking salary. And uh, whenever a uh, guy got packed, I imagined him taking a phone or another object and hitting Lofton over the head and saying, "I pay your fucking salary." But uh, I laughed at that, and Julie said, "Why are you laughing?" And then I left the room.
0: <laughs> Rewatching the video myself right now, it looks more like he's acting like LeBron, looking for a foul. He's just kind of looking around and <laughs> wow, trying to figure actually, out.
1: Less is weak.
0: Yeah. He also replied to that tweet. Less guy did saying, "And now I know what it feels like to get slammed by its junior 34." And so I I kind of question whether or not he knows basketball terminology now. (laughs) Tommy McClelland also replied to the tweet, happy that he doesn't have to make scholarship decisions about this anymore with a GIF from Karate Kid saying no mercy. Anyway, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Plays On Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E or head to our blog where... The contests are over, at least for football, and the ones for baseball haven't yet begun. But your you can 15th still go. Ranked
1: baseball bulldogs, baby.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Shout out, Matt. Good good reference there. I forgot to. I'm literally looking at our tweet about I love that. Love our
1: diamond dogs. We're coming to your house. We're going to piss all over your faces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> oh, man uh anyway yeah 15th ranked bulldogs baby preseason hell baby. yeah yeah dude,
2: that's that's so great though like fucking it feels good like that's pretty much as high as we were ranked in some stuff last year i know we we made it up to 14th at one point in one of the polls but like dude if that's the starting point holy shit
1: yeah it feels good man yeah can't wait to win it all next year in omaha and blackout with nathan oh man
0: and if that happens you'll read all about it at gtpdd.dog well
1: no one would be alive to write it but sure
0: neither of us will be but That's we'll true. have our I almost said epitaphs uh, here lies Nathan Rufus <laughs> no tech
1: please don't oh,
0: die obituary is what I meant but I mean both would say the same thing but yeah also on that website you can go ahead and buy the shirt of the month it's still December so the December shirt of the month is to our Quis- Christmas sweater design Christmas, Christmas <laughs> sweater design He's
1: the 12-year-old on Crowley's Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: God. And you can do that so we can have the allowance we need to pair <laughs> with <web> tattoos.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, Fantastic. This is fun. It is. All right. Anyway, yeah. until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And Go Tech, please don't die.
2: LSU fans are salty that we play neck, but anyway, we should probably talk about some other stuff here. You mean law neck? Oh, yes I do. Shout Maybe out.
0: That's where that came from.
2: Our our boy from, from he who shall now be named or whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: we're not going to put that. Don't put this in the podcast that yeah, obviously That, that sister fucking ass white.
0: <laughs> well, now I kind of want to put it in the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's there's the title of the episode. There
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> We, I think we just changed the name of the show to that at this point.
2: <laughs> Change our handle on Twitter from at yeah. go-tech-prison-die to at SisterFuckingAssWife.